break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Early Break. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, Bill Bush. Thank you for all, all your texts, 402-464-5685. We are joined now by a special guest, Jimmy Burrow. He is the father of Joe Burrow, a former Husker, a former coach, and he also has a big business coming up. And with that, Bill, I will pass it off to you to introduce Jimmy even for, further and ask hey, the first hey, question. Before we go, then. Dan Burrow, also the father of Dan Burrow. Okay. So, Another ex-Husker. Yes. Yeah. Bill, the floor is yours. Jimmy, how are we doing this morning? I'm good, Bill. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, at that. So, uh, obviously, Jimmy, a uh, uh, historic player here at Nebraska, former black shirt here at Nebraska, came by way of Mississippi, correct, Jimmy? That is correct. I uh, transferred from Ole Miss, so I was uh, the first transfer in the family. That's awesome. I think you kind of taught kind of taught Joe how to do it, didn't you? <laughs> well, that was a long time ago, but. Uh... Oh, uh, that's out for both of us. Well, the one thing came up. Obviously, me and uh, Jimmy became uh, close friends. We were well before the before the whole situation with Joe. But when we were talking yesterday, Jimmy. You're basically uh, like in charge now of Omaha professional volleyball. Tell us about that. Well, uh, I the president of the uh, Pro Federation Volleyball. I coached against and, and was a friend uh, Dave Wenham, and uh, he asked. Uh, our family, really, Joe and, and uh, Robin and I, to, to be uh, a part of this new volleyball league. We're considered founding partners. And and then uh, my son, Jamie, kind of hooked us up with uh, uh, Danny White, a businessman there in Omaha. And, and uh, I reached out to him, and, and now uh, uh, he's the owner of our uh, Omaha franchise. And he's joined by uh, Jason Derulo, and uh, we're excited about it. I'm more involved in 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 the the league itself, but uh, uh, since Omaha uh, is is uh, dear to my heart, then we'll we'll uh, definitely pay special attention to that franchise. Also, that's also that is that's outstanding news to have you being such a big part of it uh, to get that done. Go ahead. What is the okay? I, we got to lay this out a little bit, Jimmy. Uh, Sipple here. What the league is called? <laughs> How are you doing, Jimmy? That, so, you're, right. so you're back working. What's this league called? It's the Pro Federation Women's uh, Professional Federation Volleyball League. Um, okay. uh, we're, we're right now. We have we have a, a team that's going to be in in Omaha, uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. Uh, we've. Columbus and Atlanta, and, and there's a possibility of two or three more teams and just providing an opportunity for uh, women volleyball players after they uh, finish their college career, like like the, the great players coming out of Nebraska, provide them an opportunity not to have to, to go to go overseas to, to play uh, professional volleyball, make a livable wage here in the United States, okay. and uh, play hopefully in front of uh, uh, home crowds. That's outstanding, Jimmy. Jimmy Burrow joins us. Jimmy, is Terry Pettit involved in this enterprise? Uh, we have reached out to, to Coach Pettit. He has provided uh, uh, thoughts and, and advice and insights, especially on the uh, Omaha franchise. So, uh, uh, you know, he's, he supports it. And, and as far as 
really being involved other than just uh, giving us what I said, the advice. Uh, we'll continue to lean on him. Mm-hmm. He's given us names of, of people that he thinks uh, might want to be involved. I do have a, a scheduled uh, call uh, coming up at some point, uh, Coach Cook. We want to talk to him. He, he's busy, so we've had trouble uh, locking him down, but he's uh, agreed to talk to us at some point again for for advice and uh, just his thoughts on uh, how to proceed in this league. Awesome. When, Jimmy, when does it start? When's the league start? We should be able to, to, uh, to have it start about this time next year. Uh, there's, there's a lot of a lot more to it than even I thought and and uh, so but well, we're hoping to have a schedule out and, and be able to, to kick it off uh, you know February of next year. So will you be like the Roger Goodell when there's a draft? Will you, <laughs> will you be on stage and they, and they yeah, announce I, with the with the with the, with actually, the number one jersey? I have a title I'm the director of brand advancement and you know I just hmm. I make calls try to encourage people to, to be involved uh, when you're in the, the coaching profession, and and especially you know now that that Joe's involved with different marketing agents and and, and companies, uh, I know a lot of people, so I'm, I try to get uh, other people involved in in the league and sponsors, and and have had something to do with uh, trying to, to get franchises, for example, the you know the Omaha League, so. Uh, it's not a full-time job, but it's a good job, and it's something I enjoy, and, and our family's uh, happy to be a part of. Awesome. Join by Jimmy Burrow. Uh, now, switch over to switch over to football, Jimmy. I mean, your son, Joe, has been just taking over the league by storm the NFL. I mean, the Super Bowl last year was in the, the, title, the conference title game. This year, lost to Kansas City. But a, a really, really good start for him in his career as the first overall pick a couple years ago. I, I, I'm just curious – did, did you see this coming when you saw him in college? Are, are you surprised at all by the success he's had early on in the NFL with the Bengals and what he's done there? Well, really, after what we saw at, at LSU, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not surprised. If you'd have said uh, back when he was at Ohio State or even in high school, did I did I see this this coming? Um, the answer would would be no. It was it was wishful thinking at at the time. But uh, just the, the team that uh, Coach Ogeron, Bill, uh, all the other guys that uh, LSU put together, and then I saw his development from a junior to a senior and what he was able to accomplish that uh, senior year, I, I knew that he was given the opportunity and put in the right culture and the right organization that that was, that was possible. I guess as soon as it happened, maybe surprised at that, but, uh, you know, he – that's why why he went to LSU to win a national championship. That's why he's playing the, in the NFL, hopefully to, to win a Super Bowl, and, and he's got a great opportunity now with the Bengals. Jimmy Burrow joins us now. Jimmy Burrow, we mentioned, played for Nebraska in 1974 and 75. He was also a GA in the Frank Solich during the Frank Solich tenure from 2000 to 2002 had two sons play here Jamie and Dan so deeply rooted in Nebraska now Jimmy I'm going to go there I'm going to go to this place that you know not everybody likes us to go but I'm going why did Joe Burrow never become a legacy player at Nebraska why does it not surprise me that that's coming up uh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, well, I've been asked a, a lot uh, you, you know we he grew up a Nebraska fan. Uh, he he wanted to certainly uh, in high school. He wanted to, to go to Nebraska. 
when I was there with Coach Solich. Uh, he learned to ride a, a, a bike in the Memorial Stadium there. Uh, I thought he needed the, the turf for falling, but I, I put him on it, pushed him off, and he, and he took off. So it didn't take long, but we have, we have a great picture of him uh, riding his first uh, bicycle mm-hmm. in, in the stadium there. Uh, you know, things things change, I guess, uh, over the, the years, uh, uh, and, and the opportunity wasn't there. We, uh, we certainly had reached out to uh, uh, Nebraska during the uh, Bo Pelini era. I knew just about everybody on the staff, and, and some of them uh, really pushed hard for, for Joe, and uh, uh, some m- maybe didn't, but, uh, you know, it never really came, became an offer for him to uh, play at Nebraska, so we had to move on. And then the, the transfer, you know, there wasn't a portal at the time, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, he was graduating at Ohio State in three years, so we, we started reaching out in January of his, uh, uh, of his, of his junior or of his third year there at uh, Ohio State because we thought maybe after spring ball that he would need to transfer so once again, you know, we were reaching out to, to Nebraska, and and I understand as a as a coach that you know you have to you have to, to trust what 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 you believe, and and uh, the opportunity again didn't didn't present itself, and I always respect coaches' decisions, but you know that was that was something that our our family really had had wanted to happen. Uh, for, for a long, long time with me playing there, Jamie, Dan, mm-hmm. um, Joe's mom is, is from uh, nearby Cook, Nebraska, over in Nemahal Valley. So, okay. uh, but the circumstances really didn't didn't line up, I guess, and he ended up at uh, initially Ohio State and then LSU. And it, but it all worked out. Yeah, it did. It did <laughs> fairly well. Now, but some people don't know Jimmy is is that obviously your career uh, took a great turn when you were the defensive coordinator at Ohio U uh, with Coach Solich. But what people don't know probably is that uh, Joe's first year uh, when we won the Fiesta Bowl at LSU, you were still coaching. So you were not able to attend mm-hmm. basically any of the games. Obviously, right. I, I got to be we got to be very close with Robin, with uh, myself and my wife yep. Laura, uh, because Robin was at every game. But you were not. How how did you handle that? All of a sudden, well, you're calling a game at the same time your son's playing Auburn. Yeah, that's that that's the first uh, really major comeback victory and the, one of the bigger uh, victories in in Joe's career, and and I think. Uh, we were playing Virginia, maybe in in Nashville. Uh, they had, okay. had the, the hurricane had hit the East Coast, so that game was was changed. And uh, 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 right toward the end, I mean, yeah, I'm calling defenses, and, and Coach Alban, who's now the, the head coach, uh, had had occasionally kept me posted uh, during during uh, timeouts and things. And uh, uh, all of a sudden, he he says, "Hey." Uh, 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 LSU just kicked a field goal at the end of the game to win the game, and you know I just I just got got chills thinking about it. Mm. And I was there, I was able to go to Texas A&M game, uh, and and I was able to go to the to the Fiesta uh, Bowl and um, uh, w- one other game I had gone to, but none at Tiger Stadium. So that's after the season, I I 
decided to retire. I, I couldn't I couldn't go through another uh, season without uh, watching him play, and and that's how that all uh, ended up at, at Ohio University. Yeah, let's take let's go back to that that springtime of 2018 when Joe chose LSU. I don't like to do this because Bill's standing right next to me, but how much <laughs> how much of a factor was Bill Bush in that whole picture? Well, he was the driving force uh, behind it. It's, it's ironic uh, uh, since it you know it, it didn't work out in Nebraska that that really. Our Nebraska connections led him to uh, to LSU. Uh, I was the one making calls to different. I, I had had a lot of friends at different different places, and I had started reaching out. Actually, even in January, okay. I may not have uh, called Bill until till spring, and just said, "Hey, I think I think Joe's gonna gonna transfer." And uh, uh, I, I don't even know if Coach Ogeron probably had heard of, of Joe Burrow, but. He hadn't uh, at Bill, that time. No, hadn't heard of. Wow. Bill wow. made sure that he did. Bill had been at Ohio State and and saw in person, you know, what Joe was was capable of. Uh, so he had a big part of it. We went down to uh, the recruiting visit and uh, had a great time. Coach Ogeron is one of the best recruiters I've ever seen. Mm. Bill is a great recruiter. Um, had some fun. Talked about a lot of football, and uh, Mickey Joseph was was there, and and they made sure he was around a lot because of the Nebraska connection. And uh, that Saturday night, our our last night, uh, Dan was with us, and then Dan, Robin, me, and and Bill sat outside the, on the patio at the uh, hotel and talked old black shirt stories and Nebraska stories for. Uh, it's about three, really a about, long time. about three late, in the morning, late, the evening, late in the evening, like that that. and they so didn't have it was good. They didn't have a bar there, so we had to <clears throat> go back in and get beers out of the. They had them like at the behind the behind the desk, so we got them from behind the desk. <laughs> That's right, I forgot and about that. We got them from behind the desk, like that. and so at some point in time, Robin checked out. She's like, "Okay, that's enough of the of the of the uh, old black shirt stories uh, to build a go." But uh, it was a, obviously a, a a great situation uh, for for everyone that that's worked out great. So I know. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, it has worked out great. And you know what I wonder, Jimmy, as a father, you're a fa- father of one of the most famous NFL players out there now. How does how well does Joe manage this fame? I, I, and how do you guys manage it? Is it does Joe have a lot of people tugging on him? And how how does that how does he control all that? Yes, he has a lot of people tugging on him. I guess that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And uh, uh, you know, we we have. Uh, WME, William Morris, Endeavor, they, they represent Joe uh, with with marketing and also uh, their contract uh, advising part of their uh, agency. Uh, you know, I, I talk to, to those people quite a bit. He, yeah. he has a, a financial uh, uh, people that, that take care of his money. And, and so, you know, I kind of stay in touch with those people. Uh, for example, with tickets, you know, people – Tickets is always a concern, and I just, I, Robin and I take care of that, and we, we just keep him as focused on football as, as possible. He doesn't do tons of, of uh, marketing opportunities. He, he actually turns down way more than he has. Mm-hmm. It's just Joe. He's, he's pretty much all uh, football uh, most of the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he doesn't go out much, so, so he really never has, but it just – when he does, uh, there's a lot of people that mm-hmm. that uh, uh, 
want pictures and mm. uh, those type things. He's respectful, but for the most part, he just chooses to you know, hang out and, and uh, stay at home. But uh, there's a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, won't, won't Joe for, for different functions sure. and different uh, marketing opportunities. But we, we have a great team that surrounds him and, and makes sure uh, that, once again, that most of his time is focused on football. Jimmy, one last thing. At a birthday party, Dr. Tom Heiser, one of your great friends, had Jerry Jeff Walker come and play live in his backyard. <laughs> if you would have been in town, would you have been at the concert? <laughs> oh, yes, and I've seen Jerry Jeff Walker probably two or three times, whether it was uh, when I was going to school at Nebraska, and then there was a there was some event downtown that uh, mm. one of the former Huskers, Rick Bonas, was involved in. And, oh, Rick, and he sure. had Jerry Jeff uh, there, and so I saw him. So he was kind of my my group of uh, uh, Tom Heiser, Bob Martin, Bonas, Tom Rude, that group. When we were in school, we we kind of our hero was Jerry Jeff Walker. So, uh, but when I heard he was playing in Tom's backyard, I couldn't believe I wasn't going to be there. But I guess that was a <laughs> that was a great great night there. Uh, well, uh, for for the Heisers and our friends. <laughs> also, as we're wrapping things up here, uh, Jimmy, I know you, we talked about yesterday about all the attention that you get right there in Ohio. And you said something, and you weren't bragging on yourself about because I asked about some perks you have, and he said, that's just not the borough way. And so you still live an everyday life, correct? I, you were in line forever at FedEx last night when I was trying to call you, right? Oh, boy. And so you live <laughs> Yeah, in- I mean, uh, you know, there's there's always opportunities to, uh, that, that you could you could get things because of Joe Burrow's dad or, or mom, but as – as I said, uh, it's, that's not the uh, the borough way. We're still uh, living in in the same house we moved in when the uh, when we moved to Athens. And uh, you know, people people think, hey, uh, uh, the the whole borough family has has tons of money. Not, no, Joe has a lot of money, not, not <laughs> and his, and his uh, dad. <laughs> oh. So uh, you know, we're just glad that uh, it's it's worked out. Um, as it has, uh, and and we're we're looking forward to the future. And uh, Robin is 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 done with. She's a principal now at an elementary school. She's going to be done uh, at the end of of uh, this school year. So we're hoping to spend a lot more time with friends and family in in Nebraska. Well, Jimmy, wonderful stuff. Thank you for the insight and everything with Joe going on there and also for the, the league you have in, in Omaha coming up with volleyball. We we wish you luck. Thanks for the time this morning. We will chat with you again down the road. Okay, one last thing, the Joe Burrow Foundation. Okay. Uh, that's another thing we're involved in. Okay. Go to joeburrow.org. Uh, we're doing a lot of great things with the uh, underserved and underprivileged, uh, food insecurity, uh, mental health uh, in, in children. So if you get a chance, get on our website and see what that's all about. Jimmy. I thank you guys for having me on. Okay, oh, that's great awesome. Stuff. It's a yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Burrow again. Uh, father of Joe Burrow, former Husker, former coach, now in charge of a, a league, a, a volleyball league in Omaha. Foundation dot org. Yep, that's right. Wow, that was nice. I'm glad he. Th- I'm glad Jimmy added that. What a that was a that was incredible stuff. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. We had people on the text line saying they hearing the stuff about Joe and his interest in Nebraska and not getting response still. Angers them. It open boggles. Up a, open up a wound again. The one, here. the one thing I'd add on that, real quick, Jake, is they they thought they had Lamar Jackson. They did. Lamar Jackson did did visit campus. 
And that was one thing that what those guys will tell you, those guys from that Bo Pelini staff, is one mitigators. They thought they had Lamar Jackson. Imagine either of those guys in Nebraska, Lamar yeah. Jackson. He visited Instead, campus. we got neither. Both both Heisman Trophy winners. Yeah, yeah. pretty pretty good players. Yeah. Pretty good Lamar Jackson, picks. pretty good players. Honest to God, hand to God. Hand to God. Lamar Jackson did visit Lincoln. Hand and to God. They they, and they thought they had That's him. not just coffee Instead, talk. Louisville got him, and he became a great player. Right. That's what it is. Rick Heyman's Song of the Day next on Early Break in the Ticket. Whether you seek adventure, search for answers, break down barriers, or see the world for what it can be, you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit cia.gov careers.